0: That's heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. My name is Brandon Boyd, co-owner of Robertas, a super duper awesome place.
1: Robertas is a very, 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 very proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. We're also super awesome. Thank
2: you, Heritage.
3: You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more.
2: Hello, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border, coast to coast, and all the ships at sea. Streaming live from the County of Kings, Brooklyn, New York City, on the Heritage Radio Network. Are you ready for the fastest half hour on the internet today? It's the Mike and Judy Show. Spanning the globe for high-minded kicks and low-brow kicks to bring you the best in sex, drugs, rock and roll, and nuclear vision. They're too bad for radio and too good-looking for television. And now, here they are. America's last best hope to make the internet safe for absolutely no one. Two
0: people who will do pretty much anything for a pizza. Your hosts, Mike Edison and Judy McGuire.
4: Merry Christmas, Judy. Happy Hanukkah,
2: Mike. Uh, it is a happy Hanukkah. I gotta say, last night was the first night of Hanukkah and... Uh, the game of strip dreidel. Oh, it's, it's kind of all blur now. But Hopefully, you the, lost. But the but the uh, everybody was a winner last <laughs> night. And uh, but boy oh boy, was I getting dirty looks from my cat this
4: morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for
2: You love Christmas more than anybody I know. Jordan. I really do. And um, I brought you a present today. I brought your Christmas present a little early.
4: I usually I usually don't open Christmas presents early. But
2: I think uh, this one is one you can um, begin to enjoy right now. I know that you, like I said, are so festive. I didn't. I couldn't wait I'm one more second. Festive. Um.
4: What is it? is it? Is it a Christmas tree ornament? Yes,
2: it is. It's a very special Oh,
4: one. it's a Motorhead Christmas. Now we have to get a tree. I, I, see, I told. You, I couldn't believe what? you were going to have Where a tree. Did, I didn't even... Hey, wait, there's, didn't, there's more.
2: There's, there's another one more. in there. There's, there's, what? Yes, there, it's his and hers for you for you and that awesome boyfriend of yours.
4: Spiro, I, I hope you're listening, <laughs> although I highly doubt it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Motorhead
2: Christmas ornaments.
4: Motorhead Christmas ornament. Oh, my God. This is the best thing ever. And it's like glittery. Do I have to put on my glasses for this? Oh my <laughs> it's it's a match set, but more beautiful. Red. The red is for me, the black is for him. All right, well Merry Christmas. Look Judy. at these. I'm passing them to our guest.
2: Our awesome guests. Our
4: our amazing guest. We have
2: such a good show today, and um, by the way, I'm very excited about next week's show too. Our spectacular Christmas show.
4: Yeah, we we'll scream along with Billy and a rabbi. Uh,
2: it's going to be. We actually booked a rabbi for next week. <laughs> wow! It's, it's a Heritage Radio first. To help <laughs> us, to help us deal with our families and whatnot.
5: Um, <laughs> well, Nick, you're actually ordained, aren't you? You're, yeah, I'm you're ordained. I'm an
2: ordained minister too. I'm, you're no, you're not, I'm, Nick Gall not Jewish. Not, <laughs> although, <laughs> but anyway, our guest today. Are the incredibly awesome and very funny uh, Joe Garden and Nick both of Thing X, the scariest thing on the internet today?
5: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
4: Welcome, Joe. You were here uh, maybe a year ago in a completely different incarnation of your career. I was.
5: I was uh, at that time. I was uh, here with Todd Hansen. We were talking all things onion. Uh, that was about a year and a half. It was a nice summer day, as I recall. Yeah. And now uh, now we're here talking. Now it's
2: cold and gray, and you're no longer with the onions. <laughs> yeah, it's but great. But they're, they're in Chicago.
5: <laughs> yeah, they're in Chicago, where, it's, where they just got dumped on by a ton of snow. So yeah, the
2: fuckers? How do they think they're going to get by without you?
5: I don't know. I mean, how I does think, that work? I, I think that they, uh, they'll get by. So long, as there's a, so long as there's a new crop of hungry young people to come in and, uh, and write, write uh, fake news, uh, there'll always be, <laughs> they'll be able to get by. I think they're doing fine. They're doing great without me. I, it's very I
4: think. diplomatic of you, Joe. <laughs> Thank I should, you. <laughs> I read something. I read something of theirs for the first time in a long time that that kind of bothered me this this past week. What was it? It was the Chris Brown thing. I didn't think it was funny. I thought it was like not. I thought it was not on message. I thought it was off key. I think I know what
2: you're talking. I, didn't, the I Chris Brown jokes. A lot of those floating around.
4: Yeah, it was like a, a thing about Chris Brown. Like, why do you like me? I'm a piece of shit, and it was just kind of dumb.
2: It seems a little late, too. Uh, let's face it, Joe. The Onion has yeah. lost its sparkle without you. Uh,
5: but it's still got some other really talented people. I no.
2: So nice. Who the fuck is this guy? I don't...
5: <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. I don't really look at The Onion that much anymore. Nick was at The <laughs> Onion, too. He and I are in the same boat. Uh, I was there
3: for five years
2: with Joe.
4: Wow.
5: Yeah, we were... Uh, yeah, Nick is our... Anytime you saw a guy... Uh, anytime, anytime you saw me... Running naked through the office yeah. uh, <laughs> in the in the in the onion. That was Nick who had to take the pictures. He took
3: so <laughs> many photos of Joe's
4: penis. <laughs> Did you get combat pay for that? Ugh.
2: No. <laughs> I don't think there's any th- such thing as combat pay or uh, or pay. I like the idea of, oddly, I like the idea of you running naked through the office. Last <laughs> night, um, before the strip trade uh, got out of hand, we were watching Duck Soup.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: and, you know, the Marx Brothers are just completely social anarchy, right? Sure. I mean, they're just lunatics. And I was thinking, that's the way I used to run my staff when I was doing porn magazines, right? <laughs> I mean, it was really like that. We all had, like, bow and arrows, you know, suction darts and guns with suction darts. We used to show up at meetings wearing lab coats with a clipboard. It's just anything to, you know, fuck with the status quo. And our bosses, like, encourage it because the work was good. It was on time. Mm -hmm. But since then, every office to me I've worked in has been, like, so square. And people in cubicles. And being quiet and respectful and nice. And, you know, no one's cursing like we used to. What happened to that level of lunacy that used to be magazine writing? I think there's a – with us, there's a certain –
5: it depends upon the time, like, the workload. Like, if we have to get shit done, we have to, like, we're really – the, we're pant- really the on pants stay on. Yeah, the pants stay on <laughs> and we're on Barely. message. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but otherwise, it's, uh, you know, we just like, I mean, our office actually, we do have we do have a lot of fun. We're just like, it's 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 weird where we're in an office and you actually, you know, I was doing The Onion for so long, it's like, I'd be like, okay, that's funny. But now it's like, when things, like now I'm at the point where it's like, I'm, Revitalized and so it like,
4: and you're actually like, laughing instead of saying, that's Yes, funny. <laughs> well, I always thought the
2: more fun you had making the thing, it was more it reflected in the pages, the more fun the reader would have at the end of the day. Because if you're enjoying doing it, obviously, it's going to be a better product.
5: Oh, yeah, and there's like, there's so much stuff we're enjoying in this, you know, with uh, with Thing X. It's so, a, what the hell is this Thing X? You know, the here's the thing about it it was really <laughs> easy when I was at the Onion to be like, ah, we're a fake newspaper, uh, bang, it's done. Uh, with Thing X, I guess I would just say we're a fake. Uh, We're a fake internal uh, (laughs) website for an evil corporation. (laughs) Um, But we're also like half that and half like internet portal. Like we're a fake – like uh, we're almost like a fake Yahoo. Uh, So it's like you go there for all your information. But, you know, we didn't – we kind of – that was the original concept. Like you'd you'd go to thingx.com and it would be like you'd have like your, uh, you know, your lists of the – like here's the top trending items and so on. And uh, that after a while just stopped being – like we – had to dial it back because we realized we only had some we only had a writing staff of six people uh Mm -hmm. and that actually became a writing staff of five people when our we had a writer slash editor who as time went on, like he was a video editor so as time went on he just went all like balls out into video editing so now we're just like there's only five of us writing and it's just like a real
2: That's still a pretty good staff five five funny people
3: it's five funny people yeah and part of the beauty of it comparing it to the onion is that the onion We had to do things in a certain way where now we could do whatever the fuck we want and however we want to do it. (laughs) Yeah, there's no... That's
4: crazy talk. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best, right? Yeah. It really is. Like,
5: we're, like, the thing about it is, like, it's very strange because we're part of Adult Swim. Like, Adult Swim is officially our, our boss in this. And, uh... And that's, of course, part of Turner, which is part of Time Warner. And it's like, working. the thing is, we're, we are such a minuscule like cog in the great, the great Wheel. They do not notice us. They don't care what we do. <laughs> Just uh, wait until
2: Ted Turner <laughs> wakes up one day and <laughs> says, who the fuck is thing X?
5: <laughs> why, are we, why are we bankrolling these hillbillies? What the hell's going on here? Yeah,
2: so stay away from, from the Jane Fonda porn tape,
4: I, I would say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, he'd probably enjoy it now. They're divorced.
2: I actually, I kind of. I mean, well, it, you messaged me the other day. You said, "Have you actually seen the Jane? Yeah, because
4: I wanted to Ted Turner
2: porn tape." And there and is I, one, you seriously. Never, oh, yeah. No, but we we know at least two people, oh, um, one of whom has been on our show, who has seen it. Well, you never heard about this, and I, and I talk about. How it How
4: did I never hear um, this? Jane
2: Fonda's peg- legendary. She's pegging Ted Turner with a strap on. Oh, and there's another woman in this in in the <laughs> no, I know you guys in some, are fibbing uh, hotel room. No, 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 no. swear to God, no. this, is, <laughs> this is this is this is this is legit. This is legit. She's
4: pegging Ted Turner.
2: I've, that's why I want to see well, it. Like, well, like, apparently, the money shot is when it falls out. Oh. Oh. <laughs>
5: Man, I did not know that much about it. I have to read... I, have to, uh, Alan,
2: um, I, yeah. I talk about it in Dirty, 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 but it's honestly a secondhand. Alan McDonald talks about it um, in his book, um, Prisoner of X. Yeah. And, uh, and Mike McPadden, another former hustler, scribe, and author of uh, If You Like Metallica, and our friend and uh, frequent guest has also seen the tape. They were there when it came in. It comes into the magazine, and someone's got a videotape that says, I want a million dollars, because you know, a million dollars is always the number.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and they sell it for 5000
2: Ain't that the way it always is? Don't,
5: don't be greedy. I mean, although how do you yeah boy I mean I think it's a, so I kind of well I told this to a friend of mine I, was, I explained what the contents were and he was like he got kind of quiet he's like uh, my dad actually dated Jane Fonda for a while so I'm not really sure if I wanted to know that <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, um, more about dad's rectum than you ever need to hear <laughs> Alright,
2: and for my next act Sex, Lies, Our Parents
4: So how fun is it to go into an office I worked for Turner for a while freelance And man, that money just kept flowing I loved that And I was just like I felt like I was on borrowed time every week When I'd turn in a column and uh, But the, like you're well financed And you get to go into a job And just be funny all day
5: well, it's good because we have. I mean, Nick. This is speaks to Nick more because he's the he's producing. You know, he's producing everything, and you know, we're on. But we're, we have a tight budget. Like we we shoot things on the cheap, and that's why they like us. But at the same time, if we're like we need this camera because we can't like you know we can't do everything on just one camera. It's like okay, well, I guess you guys got to get a camera because you got to get your work done. So that's that's the great thing. Whereas before, in the onion, it's like, well, you know, I got a buddy. He can loan you. He His can loan iPhone. a camera between three and five, and uh, just make sure it gets back. I mean, everything was just you know. So this is it is nice to have that like that unending source of. It's not an unending source of, of right. revenue. Right. We but were it able is. to
3: put a lot of money up front and get all the equipment that we need. That's amazing. So I could just go out and shoot
5: whatever we want. We have it all. So it's great. Yeah, there's no, there's no scrambling. There's, it's all, it's because it is really good. It's weird. Like I never thought I would be sitting here, like in anything, talking about like how great it is to work for the man. <laughs>
2: it's, <laughs> no, it's,
3: fucking,
5: that, it's fucking great. I love working for the man.
2: Those suits uh, <laughs> at Adult Swim aren't leaning on you too hard, apparently. <laughs> oh, we Mike, take those uh, sea foam
3: cubicles to a whole nother level.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Mike Lazo basically said, "You got two, you know, you got two years to figure to get your voice together. You know, you got to figure things out. So you got two years and." So that's, that's been so reasonable. I know. He's like he's a he's a maniac. I mean as in as far as he's reasonable and he's like He's clear-headed, and he's a little bit, a little bit of, a, of a nut, and I love I could, I could listen to him talk all day. So how does it go?
2: You guys have this idea. And I mean, in a market that's very crowded with people trying to do comedy portals and you know, new web venues and whatnot, how do you guys come and say, we want to do our thing? I mean, so honestly, I mean, this is a high-risk business. So many people have tried and failed. And those that are doing well, I guess that uh, College Humor is still doing pretty well, and obviously The Onion does very well. How do you, you know, join that crowd you know, from, from ground zero? I think we're... Part of it is that we
5: have a good... Like, we all worked well together, so that's... We have that going for us. Like, the, the chemistry is already there. Uh, we already have... Uh, we have already know how to work deadlines and how to, like, work well together. Part of it is that we share the same kind of weird vision. It's like we all... Like, there's very few times where I'll just be like, that just isn't funny at all. I mean, we're usually all on the same page, so everything, like... So we have this... We, like we have this vision that was like sort of forged by the onion and by doing really smart sharp satire, but at the same time we have now we could do like smart sharp satire, and we could also just do this crazy shit that we 'd come up with that we could never we never had an outlet for so that 's the thing we have like years of of, of Crazy ideas that we could never work on before that are now starting to come out. So and, and like a green a, screen, so. yeah, and a green oh, screen. Oh wow, <laughs> the green screen is awesome. Okay. So I can come over and like you can make me like fly through outer space. Oh, and stuff. definitely, let's yeah. do
2: it, Judy. Let's go fly through outer space over at thing X.
5: Oh, that'd be great. Let's get weird, Mike and Judy in space.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we,
5: we actually had this. Uh, one of the things we're doing was we're doing this uh, uh, video called the boy who couldn't uh, the boy who flew, and it's uh, it's sort of like it's it's, a, it's our first piece of like serious animation. Uh, in that we have it, it's claymation, but it's been it's being done by this like crazy. He's not crazy. He's actually this. He's just this eighteen year old kid, uh, homeschooled, really kind of okay. Like,
4: probably a little crazy. He's a little crazy on the spectrum. <laughs> Come
5: on, uh, he's he's so sweet. He's we're such flew a flew out here for the launch party the other night. Yeah, he's insane. It was ah. like he was like wearing a bow tie and suspenders, and I was just like, <laughs> "You're so cute. Oh, we're so evil." <laughs> Did
2: they take Aspergers out of the new uh, DSM manual? Is I think they've expanded it. I yeah, they've know. expanded. I think it's just now on the spectrum, or it's included on the spectrum.
5: Yeah, it's, it's, all, it's spectrum. a broad autism spectrum. Right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. An offshoot of the spectrum. Yeah,
5: that's, that's good. Co- I think that comes out in next year. I think I, there's already lines are forming to get to next uh, <laughs> something to to look forward five. To. Yeah, yeah, there's
4: all sorts. There's all sorts of things that they took out too. Um, but yeah we don't need to know the about Heritage codes. Radio We're not employees crazy. but they, they, put,
5: they put homosexuality back in which is like what the what the fuck <laughs> sick
2: fucks hey you know what guys let's take a break when we come come back we have a special guest we have a call in uh, we have Paul uh, Cudineros, who's the author of Empire of Death and he's going to talk to us about Sicilian sex ghosts what? Sicilians, sex, and ghosts all in one he's going to be in town lecturing next week and uh, we have him call- calling in to uh, tell us just what the fuck it all means so it's uh, Mike and Judy here on the Heritage Radio Network let's uh, take a quick break see you in a few minutes sounds kind of hot
5: <laughs> you're listening to right of the ancients by the budos band on the heritage radio network
2: Okay, we're back. It's Mike Edis, with Judy McGuire. And, and our, pizza. And p- the pizzas arrived, Christmas pizza, Hanukkah pizza. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and our and awesome green. guests from uh, Thing X, the thing that is going to destroy your future. We have uh, the very funny Joe Garden and Nick Gallo. And also on the phone, we have Dr. Paul Kudinaris, author of Empire of Death, to talk about Sicilian sex ghosts. What's up, Paul?
1: Uh, I am well. How are you guys?
2: We're, we're, we're good. Okay, what's it all about, the Sicilian sex ghosts? Are they going to come haunt us?
1: Well, I don't think they're going to come on you unless you're in Palermo Sicily. When I had written The Empire of Death, I had traveled around the world and photographed charnel houses and these kind of liminal spaces where the dead are congregated. And I had come up with a, a tremendous amount of folklore, and especially in Sicily, there were just these copious stories of these ghosts who, uh, whose mummies were in the catacombs who would then leave the catacombs and would travel around town performing lascivious actions on people, uh, castrating people them with a candelabra. Oh yeah, steal the, one of them. There were legal charges brought against one of the ghosts for stealing panties <laughs> from some woman in the nineteenth century, and they actually got a court injunction to prevent the ghost from leaving the catacombs. And the ghost violated this injunction and no
4: apparently went there. to the
1: girl's house and stole her panties. And so they threatened the mummy with uh, reburial. And the, the ghosts go, then, a Sicilian uh, ghosts have no stopped. respect.
4: No respect. <laughs> so, so Judy, have you ever had sex with a ghost? No, but I've had, I've had two ghost experiences, and everyone thinks I'm mental because of it. Do you believe in ghosts? Do I? Well, I
1: uh, me personally or the yeah, co-host? You, you. <laughs> the co-host. Uh,
4: I believe <laughs> that something
1: exists. I don't know whether we'd call it a ghost. I mean, you know, back in the day, they'd call it a demon or they'd call it something else. You know, when I started looking into the the social... Sex ghosts. I am, um, you know, one one thing that I, I made a correlation with. If you look at ancient ancient mythology, you, you, you listen to these stories about you know, Leda and the Swan, or or Jupiter and Deny. These are really very similar to modern modern haunting stories that have a, a set connotation. Back then, they just blamed it on on some god being naughty. So I think something has always existed throughout history, whether or not it's what we call a ghost. I don't know
4: because en- because energy never dies, right? I mean, where do, what happens when you die? I don't, I don't believe in. Heaven or God, but I've been visited by two different ghosts and in two different yeah. places, and it was, you know...
1: Well, it's a it's a phenomenon. Whether you yes. want to call it a ghost, or I you like want to call, call it, it something ghost. else. It's, it's a phenomenon, <laughs> and it's been a very real part of occult history for a very long time.
4: What about those shows like Ghostbusters and stuff? Like, you know, when, when they go into the houses with the meters? What do you think of that?
1: Um... I don't watch them, so I mean, I can't mean, I mean, be How can you I not remember? watch those shows I mean, when you it's, wrote it? A- it's infotainment. I don't, you know, I don't know that it's good occult science, but it's infotainment.
2: Bill Murray is not the greatest occult scientist of all time? We're
4: not talking about Bill Murray. We're talking about those ghost <laughs> guys.
2: The, the ghost going hunters. Is scary.
4: Is yeah, ghost hunters. It wasn't Ghostbusters.
1: Ghost uh, hunters, American hauntings, all those shows, yeah.
4: I'm so gullible.
2: So I'm have, you go- a, have you seen a ghost poem? What's that? Have you seen a ghost?
1: I was followed home by a ghost from Bolivia, actually, when I was working on the book. I had gone down there to photograph, and I had photographed a, a skull I apparently wasn't supposed to take photos of, and something I, something took the negatives, and the, one of the sets of negatives disappeared, and the other set of negatives caught on fire. I've wow. Been ch-
2: I've been chased by some Bolivian demons, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> well, Paul, where are you going to be Tuesday night? You're coming into... Uh, Give the lecture uh, here in in New York City. We're looking forward to seeing you. Tell us where we can go uh, see you and get the real lowdown.
1: On on Tuesday night at the Morbid Anatomy Library for the anniversary of the Morbid Anatomy Library, I'm going to do a, a full lecture with a slideshow about the history of Sicilian sex ghosts, and I will fill you in about the castrating ghosts. The uh, the ghosts with doing naughty things with the candelabras As well as the panty thieves, And uh, That's for those who are ghost. interested in spectral sex I think this will be a very illuminating lecture
2: Well we can't wait Where can we find you on the uh, interweb?
1: Uh, www.empire de la mort Empire of death in French www.empire la
2: Alright awesome Can't wait to see you Tuesday night Thanks, Thank Mom. you very much guys All right, God. Judy we have to have an exorcism on the show When are we going to do that?
4: Uh, maybe the, oh the rabbi won't do it. <laughs> we have r- my friend, my friend Bob has been exercised three times when he was growing up. His parents.
2: <laughs>
5: Whoa! Did it take?
2: No, <laughs> <laughs> he's been exercised three times. I've not been to the gym three times.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Zing. Where's our rich <laughs> shot? Joe, you got to get on that. Okay, we
2: we need we need to talk about these ghosts, but uh, maybe we should um, talk to uh, Joe and Nick yeah. about about the, about the demons over at Thing X. Really, you saw ghosts? Mm-hmm. I'm open minded. I gotta say, I don't pretend to be smart enough that I know the answers. I haven't seen a ghost, but I, I try to be agnostic about these things. Also, comedy. I try to be agnostic about I, it.
5: Actually, I try to be cynical about it. But I'm always like, the thing is, I meet enough reasonable people who have had experiences with ghosts, or like I met like I posted something on Facebook about Bigfoot and I had two people who were like who were like were level headed normal people was like listen I don't talk about this with anybody but I have seen a Sasquatch and then they like one of them relayed this long story the other one was like I will not tell you on Facebook because I will sound crazy <laughs> I will wait until I see you in person and then I will tell you the story But
3: I've had two experiences with ghosts as
5: well
4: alright yeah. <laughs> tell me about yours
3: wow um you sure
4: mm-hmm.
3: I remember um, I was really young and I was sleeping and then I remember it got really cold I woke up and somebody sat on my leg. So there was, like, a pressure coming down on my leg. Yep. And I tried to scream, and nothing came out of my mouth.
4: That's a fairly common thing. I, I had that happen, too. It's it, There's some term for it. Because yeah. they want to make it seem like it's not really a ghost when it's a ghost. Right. And so and then, what was the other one? Uh, it was just kind of this orb. I saw, like, a little
3: orb of energy kind of floating around. Lights were off. And I was on mushrooms.
4: Oh, <laughs> no, I wasn't oh mushroom okay. <laughs> I,
3: mean, I was not on mushrooms. I, there was just like an energy orb. And when I noticed it, I remember it, it kind of flew away.
4: I saw like a Revolutionary War person came into my room. I was staying at a friend's house. And the the house was such that... They were grates. The heating was like come, came through grates in every room. So you could hear somebody cough in another room, which was really bad because I had to fart. And I was like, I can't fart. It's going to be broadcast through the house. <laughs> but in the middle of the night, I woke up and there was this guy that I could kind of see through in like this whole soldier outfit from another time. And he was just standing there. And I was like, <clears throat> but if I start screaming, like everyone in the house is going to hear me. I'm going to sound like an idiot. So the next morning, I told my friend and we had breakfast with his mom. And she goes, oh, yeah. Paul's dad killed himself in the garage, so he comes to visit sometimes. And I was like, yeah, no, it wasn't him. But I guess his house was like a ghostly portal.
3: Weird. A haven. Anybody here been
4: abducted
2: by space aliens? No.
4: (laughs) Not yet. That you know
2: of? Hang on. <laughs> nope. Check your
5: butt. I just checked my butt. All uh. right, hey guys. Okay,
2: let's play a little. Let's play a little game, you onion headline writers. Because right. I've been dying with the coverage of the Rolling Stones. Uh, I mean, it's just led to the worst writing of all fucking time. It's like unbelievable <laughs> that no one can write one goddamn lead without trying to make some pun or words on a Rolling Stones song. Uh, to it, here's. I mean, this is just as a tame example, but today's New York Post. You can't always get what you want. Blah 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 mm-hmm. blah. Is it all over now? Okay, baby, get off my cloud, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So I want to. See who can write the worst lead or headline for the Rolling Stones. Um, the Rolling Stones reunion is as sweet as
5: brown sugar. Ah, oh, nice one. <laughs> oh, uh, how about uh, for fifty
2: years they've been playing rock and roll, and I like it, but they still can't <laughs> get no satisfaction. Um,
5: okay, uh, it may not be for Angie, but it's for everyone else. <laughs>
4: uh, oh, man.
5: Uh, oh god! What's a really melancholy one? Cock blues. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> still singing the cocksucker blues after fifty years. Mick and company, or yeah, no, Mick and company, still singing the cocksucker blues <laughs> after fifty years.
4: Or I paid five hundred bucks for this ticket. Boy, do I have Boy, the cocksucker, cocksucker blues. blues?
2: Oh man! So, uh, anybody going to see the Rolling Stones? No. I've been thinking about it, and I sort of been on the fence and watching their pay per view. And speaking of ghosts. Uh, spe- speaking yeah. of fucking ghosts, <laughs> uh, you know, a funny story, I was watching, I went up to the Ziegfeld, you know, the wonderful Ziegfeld Theater, to see uh, Planet of the Apes, the original Planet of the Apes. Oh. This some months ago, about a year ago, and, um, well, even more than those, when the Martin Scorsese Rolling Stones documentary came yeah, out. Yeah. Boy, have they've been do- documented or what, the Rolling Stones? Um, and it came up on the screen. It was the trailer, and it was Mick and Keith coming out of his elevator, and me and my friend. We screamed. We thought it was Night <laughs> of the Living Dead, and it was like we were just horrifying. It's like, oh shit, it's the Rolling Stones movie. <laughs> okay, and that was like five years ago. It's it's not a, it's not a good thing. It's not a pretty thing with the
5: Rolling. You know, it's just at some point in your career, don't you just want to be like? I mean, the Rolling Stones have made enough money. You don't. I mean, you Apparently already have. Not. I get... Well. <laughs> Fuck me! I guess you have when you have as many Ill- illegitimate children as uh, as Mick Jagger does. You just have to like support still, a lot of child
2: payment. He's um, like the Captain Kirk of rock and roll.
4: I would need like two million dollars. I would just go, you know, and that's not even that much money now. I would just like be lazy. Yeah, just like <laughs> learn a new language, learn learn to paint. I mean, if you have to
5: play music, just like sit back and I mean.
2: Well, there's the part where they don't know what else to do. Right. You know, they just don't know what else to do. I don't think they can sit still.
4: You don't think they're addicted to the accolades, to th- the fan reaction?
2: It was just scary watching the clips from this tour. It's just, they're, they're, I mean, they're out there, they're doing it, but the tempos are all kind of whack. They're barely playing the guitars. Really? I mean, if you look at, I mean, Keith has been voguing with that guitar for, for years. He's not really chomping down on it. You know, if you look probably the last good tour they did in 78, they're really really leaning into uh, when the Whip Comes Down and Respectable and these sort of like nouveau punk songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but now they're just sort of voguing it. They've got the face shifters on and a lot of it's coming out of like the keyboards or the bass really holding it together and it's k- kind of sad, you know? I mean, Charlie's still there back doing it. I love Charlie Watts. Sure. And, um, and mix hopping around and stuff, but... Um, it's going to break a hip.
5: I got to say, I, I mean, I, I know was, that you, you love the Rolling Stones, but I can't like... It's this... The problem is they've been doing this for so long that like I, you know, I just can't... I can't do it. Like I can't. Like I can't hear a Rolling Stones so- song without thinking. Could, like hearing cash register noises instead. It just yeah. like it just makes me crazy. Like I don't know. And it, the thing is, I know so many. Like so many of my friends just love the Rolling Stones. I just I can't get on board with it. Because Not as of that.
4: bad as the Beatles, though. You have to agree with me.
5: Uh, At I'm least- a. I'm a- it's weird. they at least broke up and they never they didn't sing Harlem Shuffle so that's the thing about that. <laughs>
2: well, uh, all, the, all right. Well, listen, the Beatles have clearly made more bad records than good records. Oh no,
5: I, I guess I'm with you on that. And I guess
2: up to a point, um, the Stones made more good records than bad records. Um, but that point
4: has passed. That,
2: that yeah, that ship that has sailed. So new what do c- c- what c- do countries? we
4: have to look forward from you guys next? And cause we only thingx
5: thingx dot com, we have uh well we have a new uh, next this coming week. Uh, you should check it out because we have like four. We have we actually have series like video series, but uh, we have we're debuting four of them next week. Uh, one of them is uh, this like uh, there's uh, the dad and the dolphin about a, a father who takes a dolphin to the city to father uh, uh, like, <laughs> dad of the
4: dolphin dad and the it's dolphin actually called
5: all for Gregory uh, all for Gregory now <laughs> uh, basically all for Gregory is like about these parents who take the stuffed dolphin so that their dying son can like. Uh, uh, live through this uh, his his toy dolphin there's well, like uh, a
4: flat Stanley kind of thing yeah
5: there's yeah. Haunted Cubicle which is about a cubicle that's haunted Right, we are, we're big into Speaking ghosts, ghosts. At, at Thing X um, there is uh, the Togetherness Cosmic Togetherness Family which is about a new cult and a, a new loser cult and the three <laughs> losers that belong And uh, And then there's the Paint Boys. It's about a
3: crew of like four bad graffiti writers. (laughs) (laughs) Coming soon,
2: Mike and Judy in outer space. And then Mike and Judy (laughs) in outer space. That would
5: be uh, actually kind of fun. We should. Oh, we have a a series that's coming up too. It's uh, Space Miners. It's basically like it's these people that work on a space mine and they're sending out the their video signals to uh, to Earth. And but it takes like two years to get for the signal to get to Earth and two years back. So everything is delayed. And it's just this horrible, you know. It's so there's all this stuff. It sounds kind know.
2: of like the Heritage Radio Network. Exactly. It's like it
5: takes two years to get to your computers. Uh, so by the time you hear this, I'll be dead. Um, no, I won't. I swear to God, I'll no. be, I'll be, I'll be alive in two years. Well, this is no great. Christmas
2: you guys, tragedy. you guys, tweet and Facebook uh, assiduously? Yes.
5: Arduously. Yeah.
3: Yeah, we're all over that place. I'm
5: at uh, ThingX Inc. At ThingX Inc. I'm uh, at Joe Garden. I am at Nikki Balls.
2: Mickey well, Balls. I don't think that's Balls. your last name. That's, that's by the way, that's, that's a Sicilian <laughs> sex ghost.
4: <laughs> All right, love thing X. And next week, Judy, it's our big Christmas show. Last year's Christmas show was so much fun. We have Princess Superstar on. I think we're going to have to revisit that. Princess we, Superstar, we, oh definitely. Off. And um, happy
2: Hanukkah, everybody. Happy Hanukkah, Hanukkah. Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Christmas. Do we, can we can
5: Kwanzaa? we sing a can we sing a copyright free uh, Christmas? Song? Yes, please. Yeah, go All for right. it. What is a good one that like doesn't have a copyright? You, I mean.
4: I think oh. probably all any of the old ones, like Jingle Bells, I don't think has a copyright.
5: Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells,
4: Jingle <laughs> all the way. Come oh, on, Hanukkah oh, boy. Hey. All right. It's Mike Edison. Mike
2: the hey. Show, hey. Jimmy McGuire, Joe Gardner, Kello Thing X. Bells, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks to Joe all the Engineer. One, <laughs> everyone, God bless, the the bless us all. all. See you guys day. next week.
4: Yay! <laughs> that was a great oh. idea, Joe.